0: and this is not the show you are tuning in for we are putting this out on all of our feeds on the q girls network so if you were hoping for a new ep- new episode of q for fun or ann and emily wrestle a podcast or uh becoming army or any of the other shows that we do you're going to get something a little bit different my name is annalise We haven't been recording a lot of shows throughout June, even though we had a lot of shows and show ideas and interviews specifically because it was Pride Month and we had lined up a whole bunch of guests and that did not happen. It did not happen because June was a terrible month uh, professionally for a lot of us. A lot of us were, were overworked and it was personally a difficult month because the country and the world decided to go directly to hell. Not they were sent to hell, they chose this. They made the active choice to make the make the country and the world a worse place. And before we can get back to talking about anime or wrestling or video games or uh Korean boy bands that are taking over the world that so will one day marry, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the shit that's happening in our world. Otherwise, it makes all of the stuff that we are doing. Really inappropriate. This is not to say it's inappropriate to enjoy what you enjoy, your hobbies, your loves, things that you find your passion in, the things that help you escape and deal with the world. You absolutely should should keep enjoying those things. But before we can get back to talking about them, we need to talk about the bullshit that's going on in the world, and so we are all here except for Royalite, who's side soaking somewhere. She might phase shift in, she might not. So I'm going to introduce everyone. This is gonna be a little bit unruly because there are five of us in the microphone, and I'm gonna start in the order that they joined uh the, the, the network. So Wicked Kitten is joining us from New Jersey. Hello! How you doing, Wicked?
1: Uh living each day, breathing in and out, trying to survive.
0: I'm so happy to get to talk to you tonight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've missed you.
1: Miss
0: South is here.
2: Hi, I have also missed Wicked.
0: Oh no, we we all miss Wicked. Wicked's our favorite. Is
1: everyone going to mention me because I like that? Oh
2: yeah, we mention yeah. you on every podcast. Oh.
0: We also mention Gore on every podcast. Gore,
2: Gore, Gore.
0: Yep. So that that joke will continue continue going on, even though Ben and John have stopped podcasting. Um, Steph, how you doing?
2: Um, my life's pretty good, but you know. There are things we need to talk about in order to fully enjoy the rest of our podcasting.
0: We did did do Becoming Army last week, but only because you had the show almost completely written as it was, and I was just getting over COVID, so it was more of a test of my voice than anything else.
2: I had a lot of fun recording, as as always, with you.
0: I love recording with you. Emily the Raven is here, descending from the rafters and the gimmick that Sting stole from her.
3: (laughs) Hello.
0: I get to say that. She is she is the Vicar of Doom. She is the Reverend of Destruction. She is the greatest heel of all time. The only co-holder of an eight-star match um, that Dave Meltzer refuses to recognize.
3: Get the courage and recognize me, Dave. I know he you can do needs,
0: it. He also needs to re- release his rubric. Um, <clears throat> we haven't recorded an episode of Ann and Emily Russell podcast in over a month. I'm very sad about that. We are getting back to that soon, I promise. Um, And hopefully we'll actually get back to being able to watch wrestling again soon. And last and certainly not least, actually more important than everyone. Sorry, Wicked.
1: Oh, no, I understand.
0: Is my wonderful, amazing wife, Dia, who's joined the channel uh, as a contributing host on uh, the View for Fun podcast, which we had a really great first episode of. And we just couldn't record the second episode last month because of all the shit that's going on, Dia. How hey.
4: you doing? Oh, I'm I missed Wicked. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Yeah,
1: good to Great. meet you. Also, You're the favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've met her a couple times before, Wicked.
4: No, I She's think come there on... was
0: She's one come time. On... She's come on and said hi to you
4: once because yeah.
0: she likes
1: kittens
4: kittens just about my favorite thing
1: that's me that's you
0: raindrops on roses and whiskers on
4: kittens (laughs) so all right
0: so we're here to talk about all the shit that has decided to fuck the world up and the first thing um on that list and i'm gonna go as silent as i can for a lot of this and try to mostly moderate the discussions um and just let you guys go to town i'll step in if i need to if people are running out of things to say and to move things along but i don't need to talk about all of this stuff i wanted to give everyone the platform to talk about this because you all know what i think and i've been pretty vocal on our podcast recently but we need to start with the fact that Roe v.ersus Wade was overturned, uh, eliminating basically bodily autonomy for all people and any right to medical privacy. Um, it is disgusting. And it was the thing that has just really kind of codified the feeling of absolute disgust. With the various issues that are going on, and I just wanted to open it up, and I will throw it just first to Soph to talk about it
4: uh,
2: well, stay the fuck out of my uterus is uh the first thing that comes to mind to say. Um, and the what the point that comes up a lot in my brain is the sheer hypocrisy of the they the, they want life until that child is born and it's, oh, it's poor. Oh, we're not going to help you. Oh, the mom needs help. Oh, we're not going to support you. They they want the baby to be born, but they don't want to help that life grow and flourish once it's born. So that's,
4: that would in, that I would really involve do. them giving up some of their money. Sorry. Giving
2: that's... a fuck about anybody but themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Like just the just like the concept of empathy for another human being is so lacking in this decision that, like i i can't comprehend how they have such a lack of empathy
4: yeah yeah and and (laughs) (laughs) it is it is not okay to say the phrase gender traitor anymore but what the fuck amy connie barrett (sighs) the actual fuck I just, I don't understand how a woman could be part of that.
2: She, she saw the outfit from Handmaid's Tale and, like, really thought she'd look good in red, so. Yeah,
3: maybe. <laughs> well, that's the power of uh, misogyny and, you know, women and, you know, uh, many others, basically anyone who's not a cis white male, you know, Live and grew up in a country in which they, you know, don't have the same legal rights. And you know, I grew up um, knowing in the, you know as a child, I did not have full equal human rights as a child that adults had, and that upset me. And then I understood that uh, once I could vote and and all of that that. There was no equal rights amendment. There was no, you know, true equality under the law in this country. And to then, like, have one thing that was specifically aimed uh, at, you know, someone who's not a, a cis white male to be taken away is it. It's so horrifying because it's literally the country I live in that I pay taxes to that I have voted in my entire life. I mean, my entire adult life that saying to me that legally you are officially less than. Yeah. And, you know, the just the it's so embedded in the culture that even those who you know could most benefit from it they they play into they they play a role in misogyny and in um just the 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 desire to control Mm. other people's bodies because that's what this is really about, right? This isn't about, um, the sanctity of life. (laughs) Yeah. This isn't, this isn't about a fetus. This isn't about, uh, you know, after birth, um, a child or this, and this isn't about a family either. This is about, there's a core group of people in control of, you know, various parts of the government who do not believe that everyone has an equal right to happiness and to their own life and living their life the way they see fit. And the fact that there are people out there not only don't want other people to be happy but have actively gone so far as to legislate against the happiness of others is mind-bogglingly horrifying
4: yeah.
3: how do you exist in that state how
1: and going back to the to the empathy thing you know it's not just the you know, it's it's not just about straight abortion and whether, you know, these kids are born or not. It's, it's even beyond that to the people who aren't having, you know, viable pregnancies and will suffer emotionally through that because they can't get an abortion or, you know, DNC yeah. and whatnot. Okay. You know, the people who will die if they don't get those things um and you know it's not going to be the rich people that can't get access to that stuff
4: no, it'll always be there for them mm-hmm. it's a
1: and it's a
0: fundamental misunderstanding of abortion because let's take a let's take away for a moment elective abortion not that i want to do that but there are a whole bunch of pro uh life groups on facebook who have been flooding the platform with frankly just straight up medical lies about Mm -hmm. abortion saying things like abortion is never a medical necessity well i'm sorry it is in endopic pregnancies in maternal mirror syndrome and in over a hundred other conditions where the fetus Turns into a time bomb that will kill itself and the mother. The only treatment is abortion. And mm-hmm. doctors having to make those decisions, and women and trans men having to make those decisions about the the fetus in their body, should not be put under a legal scrutiny when their life is at stake.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But let's go back to let's throw the elective abortion in, anyways. No one is a baby factory.
2: This mom made me think that they just want me to stay home and be barefoot and pregnant. Yep. I'm a woman who I am a stepmom. I've never given birth. I never particularly wanted to be a mom. But to have think that I could have had that choice taken away from me, they think that the only value of my life is to birth babies. Yeah. Like. All of my other aspirations mean nothing
4: yeah and and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure i I've had a hysterectomy you know um am i am i even do i exist <laughs> am i am i female what, do i you know what I mean, is your
2: value to the world if you yeah
4: can't I, I can't kids. I can't pop out kids now um not that I was gonna but <laughs> I I was extremely lucky. Um and I I think that was the first thing I said to Anne was, I am so glad I don't have a uterus anymore. I mean, I feel horrifically frightened Imag- or my friends who do. Mm-hmm.
2: Imagine going through the things you've gone through and why you don't have have a uterus anymore and then being grateful for it. Yeah. Like that's
4: Yeah, yeah. Thank God I got (laughs) cancer because now I don't have to. No, um, shit. I hope I never say that. Uh, I just. It is. And the thing that distresses me the most about this is that Republicans have been playing the long game, especially fundamentalist Republicans. They have been viewing Roe v. Wade for 50 years now. And quietly getting fundamentalists elected at you know the level in in the state houses and the local elections, and you know eventually we got he who shall not be named um and yeah, uh, they were practically wetting their pants with with glee because they knew he was gonna pack the court. And he did not fail them. But that's that's mm-hmm. been the cumulative, you know back yeah. back to uh, you know, um oh shit, I can't think of what was it that Newt Gingrich was on about? Family values or the moral majority, something like that. Moral majority, mm-hmm. yeah, that was actually Earl Roberts, I think. Moral majority, you know, it's just. I, I everybody I knew had pins that said I'm part of the immoral minority.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of it. <laughs> yes.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> but why? Why does like off? I don't know if this is off topic. I was gonna say like why does like somebody else's religion decide my life?
4: Yes. This is
0: a great time to bring, to bring up the fact that we have at <laughs> least one religious scholar here to talk about this.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: but before I get to that, I want to bring up uh, something that I saw from uh, Samantha B, who decided to interview uh, um, a, a, a Catholic, a, a Jew, and a Muslim, all women, to talk about abortion. And there are some things there that actually need to be said because I think people don't get it. Um, when we talk about religion and abortion, and Emily can correct me on this, there is no biblical prohibition on abortion whatsoever.
3: That's, that's correct.
0: The second thing to talk about is that in Judaism, abortion is completely a woman's choice, according to uh, rabbis and Talmudic scholarship. Not only that, when a woman's life is at stake, abortion is fucking mandatory under Judaism. And Islam has bup kiss all to say about abortion at all. So, the entire, and, and I said this on Twitter, the entire religious argument against abortion is fucking bullshit! It doesn't fucking
4: exist!
0: Sorry, that echoed into Dia's microphone in the other room through a closed door.
4: Uh,
3: that was impressive. <laughs> awesome. Sorry, sorry to no, anyone wearing I, headphones. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Go here's Emily. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. This is what's so scary about how culture can can be changed to, you know, benefit this aspect of control. Like, if you look, okay, first of all, in terms of Christianity. As Anne said, there's nothing in the Bible against abortion. It's not, it it, it doesn't come up. And the closest thing that you might get to, which is not, the closest thing you could get to it is that in the Old Testament, if someone causes a woman to have a miscarriage, like kicks her or whatever, there's like a small fine that you pay. It's not considered taking a life. There's no, you know, there's in the, in, the, in the Levitical codes and all those things, which don't apply to Christians anyway, but in those, you know, if you kill someone, there's a very clear punishment of death in, those, in that time period. And if you cause a miscarriage, you pay like a fine equivalent to, I don't know, like a week's work or something. Right. Oh. So there's no there, there's nothing that you can actually build as a case if you are actually a biblical scholar, which we know none of these people are. Right. And the other thing is that abortion was health care throughout the ancient world, throughout, you know, the Middle Ages, throughout all the centuries, there were ways to to have uh, abortions happen, and they were allowed up until uh, the period of quickening, which is when uh, the uh, fetus starts kicking, and so they they were legal for a good part of the pregnancy, and until the 1870s, the Catholic church no prohibitions against abortion that i'm aware of and something changed right so historically all these things were going on and this change happened and we started to see uh this kind of movement against abortion right but this was not the case for uh protestant churches until the 1970s in the u.s Uh and that is when the ultra-conservative racists saw that they had lost segregation they lost the civil rights move they lost against the civil rights movement in their mind which was in the late 60s and all this shit was going down with nixon and that's when you had the rise of the anti-abortion movement. And the fear that people had over losing segregation and being racist white assholes transferred into abortion. It abortion became so now they had something new that they could rally the masses against their masses not the mass of the country and they did and between 1973 to now look at how much they have been able to create a movement around something that was for thousands of years and basically a non-issue for people
4: yeah
3: that's terrifying that's terrifying yeah and that's why this long game of they, hey, they've been working to undo this for fifty years, and now they have. You know, what comes next, and who's going to be committed to the long game that is going to be necessary, if it can even be possible, to to create equal, true equal rights. And have things like abortion as healthcare and have it just I don't know.
1: Yeah. It is incredibly terrifying. Yeah. I don't I don't I've had like these really extreme fears of you know what if something happened to me, you know, what if I get assaulted mm-hmm. and end up, you know, pregnant, and you know, there's no option for
4: me. No. The option is that we'll take you to one of the free states, um, and there are going to be free states. That's, like, the only bright thing out of this whole fucking mess is that there are states already that have announced their intention to protect abortion. Mm-hmm. So,
1: which sounds great, but I'm still like, I'm, and I live, once again, I live in New Jersey, but like the whole, there was like a, like a gun law thing in New York that was yes. over. Yeah. It was, and that just, they're going after so many things. Yeah.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's... and it Joseph it is great that there's free states and my home state of Oregon is one that has pledged to protect abortion rights but what's so distressing is the people who need the right and access to abortion the most is poor women yep. who don't have the fucking access to travel yep. across mm-hmm. state lines yep. they have probably have families they need to k- take care of, you know. When you got other kids at home. How are you supposed to take the time off to travel? Yeah, a couple states over. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
0: And watch them start setting up checkpoints at state borders.
4: It's gonna happen. Are you pregnant? It's gonna happen.
2: Like, well, as, as we as women, are we gonna have to prove that we're not pregnant when traveling between state lines? Shit.
3: It it's so messed up i mean it's it's so messed up that like even like president biden was talking about in in his comments and and a speech about this that uh the the red states the states that already have the trigger laws in effect are going to start going after and trying to arrest women in other states and it's like if you're telling us this and you know this yeah You need to do something. Make a declaration right now. (laughs) You need to do every single thing in your power because you are the most powerful person in this country. And even though you are not uh, a king, you know, thankfully, you still have the eyes of the world on you and can use that platform as like the bully pulpit to try to get
0: this fixed yeah well and that's the problem though we've elected democrats Mm -hmm. well and democrats have had two years with the majority they've had two years with with both houses they've had two years to end the filibuster push through voting rights push through abortion rights push through gay rights push through throwing four more justices in the fucking supreme court because they can do that yeah they have the ability to do all those things and rather than actually doing it they've been getting on their knees and blowing joe mansion because they don't they don't want to lose him so yeah. yeah um and and the problem with with biden is that he still thinks that there's good in people on the other side and i'm sorry if you're a republican if you voted for donald trump you're not a good person. You don't get to claim that. You don't get to have any moral, moral say in being a good human being because you aren't. And the same thing is true if you are in Russia and you believe Putin's doing a great job. If you are supporting these people who are, who are decidedly trying to fuck the world up, you're not a good person anymore, and i'm done meeting people where they're at it's just it's not worth it yeah, so, yeah. i't i don't even know what to, I, I think that I think that the best thing to do is to steal the tactics from the right and just run over them
3: well, and that's the thing about Biden that's frustrating me so much because he talked about um you know in his inauguration speech that it was time to move ahead and the people who won't come with us can stay where they're at and I'm paraphrasing but that's basically exactly what he said and so that's what I wanted to see him do and yet I think the reality has hit that the checks and balances that whatever were there are not there and there are there are certain groups and people that have just unbelievable power and influence, and these six Supreme Court justices are part of that.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: and, and, and the reason yeah. and cinema and mm-hmm. you know you know there's there are probably a few Democrats that we don't hear about that are in also in more conservative areas that are kind of like wishy-washy. Yeah. And so you know, I mean but I but the thing is that when Biden said that in his, in the at the inauguration, he was right. He and that's still right and that's still the way that this needs to be going forward because you know, I think we'll talk about it later on, in the notes. But this yep. like extreme minority ruling the rest of us
4: yeah.
3: is has got to stop. But you know, we c- we can cover that later.
0: Yep. Do we have anything else that we want or need to say about Roe v. Wade being overturned by this horrific, awful? Fucking tone-deaf, bad-faith decision. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm disappointed in Samuel Alito's writing ability. Did anyone else read the whole thing?
4: No. No. And it was probably a clerk that wrote it.
0: That pisses me off even more, because I know Rehnquist wrote his own decisions. He was an asshole, but at least he fucking
4: wrote. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, God damn it. I guess the thing that, like, scares me the most about this is that this is the first time that what was recognized as a constitutional right has been taken away. That's that's not happened before. Something that we have recognized, you know, the right to privacy. There, the, the, For the court to say that there's no such thing.
2: Mm-hmm. That's,
4: that's disturbing.
2: Extremely Yes,
0: and it always disturbed me when my uh, pro-life friends would say, "Well, we want to preserve the right to privacy and get rid of abortion." And I'm like, "You can't have it both do, ways." Do you hear yourself? <laughs> no, no. Abby never hurt herself. Abby was just, just you know, a terrible person that I put up with. So, but well, you know. of course,
2: these are the same people that wouldn't ever want you to make them get a vaccination or have to wear a mask to save another person's life.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Well, they'll do anything you
0: know. for their country, but not that.
2: That's
1: those are fully formed people, you know. Like yeah. it's, it's different. Okay. You don't have to give a shit about those people, apparently. No,
0: no, no. Fuck 'em. Alright. Let's move on to the spate of anti LGBTQ plus laws, and I'm just gonna set the stage for this. Currently, in 2022, 238 bills have been proposed that would limit the rights of LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus people in state legislatures. Since 2018, 670 anti-LGBTQ plus bills have been uh, proposed at state levels. Um a lot of this is targeted at uh at at uh, trans people which i'm going to do a little bit more talking than i will for the rest of the segments and a lot of it's based on a lot of lies spread by a lot of stupid people about we must be wary of trans women in sports
1: yeah
4: <sighs>
2: Uh, who gives f-
4: up, <laughs> and in your bathrooms and in your change rooms.
2: Oh my God,
4: those well, are men. Let's
0: let's let's talk about the actual destruction of women's sports, because and I'm going to have to look his name up here in a moment. There was a trans boy in Texas who wanted to wrestle the boys, but because of Texas's rules, he had to wrestle the girls. He won multiple state championships because he was forced to wrestle the girls. He didn't want to wrestle the girls. He wanted to wrestle the boys. Yeah. And he had a distinct advantage because he was taking testosterone. Yeah. So that gave him a distinct strength advantage against the girls in the same weight class. And He won multiple state uh, championships in, in the girls' wrestling division. And he never wanted to be in it. But because Texas doesn't fucking understand anything about being trans, they're like, no, you have to wrestle the girls because you were, quote, born a girl, unquote. That's what this is going to lead to. This is going to lead to, it's not, I'm speaking as a trans girl who did sports when I was still faking it as a boy. And I sucked. But I didn't just suck against the the boys. I sucked against the girls, too. I was bad. I was really bad. So there's no advantage because, I'm sorry, but most trans girls aren't interested in sports. And even if they are, they're such a minority and they've been competing in college and Olympics for a very long time. And how often do you see a trans woman uh, winning a medal? And this, these anti-trans sports policies have led to one cis woman being forced to take testosterone blockers because she has a condition that naturally produces more adrenal testosterone. And they've decided yeah. that she has an unfair advantage because she naturally produces more adrenal testosterone than, the, than other women. So she has to take testosterone blockers to compete.
2: Jesus Christ. What? Mm. The, what?
4: Are they going to yeah. are they going to start like chopping tall people off at the knees? What the fuck? It's, it's fucking it's... Harrison
0: Bergeron around here. <sighs> I... So yeah, um the the infamous don't say gay law in Florida, uh Greg Abbott and uh, Ken Paxton in, in Texas uh deciding to try and declare uh, 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 Gender affirming care as child abuse and separate uh, trans children from their families.
2: Yeah, as the parent of a trans kid, I'm not a big fan of that one yeah. myself.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yep. And then the continued the continued bathroom laws. And okay, I'm I'm. I mean from the sound of my voice I'm not out I'm not out publicly but I'm also 5 foot 10 and pretty and a pretty big girl and I can handle myself in a men's restroom if things get if things get heated that will go away very slowly or actually very quickly the moment I start taking HRT and I will slowly lose muscle mass and slowly lose bone density and Find myself in a much weaker position, unable to defend myself if a couple of transphobes decide to start beating me up in a public restroom.
4: Yeah.
0: That's reality. That's the reality of the situation. These laws are not about anything other than the fact that Republicans want LGBTQ plus people to die. That is all they want. Yeah. There it's it is about putting is about putting uh, 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 gay kids in danger. It's they're they're going they're they're trying to resurrect conversion therapy, which is actually <sighs> child
4: abuse. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Shall we bring up the yeah. statistics? I don't have them on hand of the rate of suicide among queer kids, teens,
4: yeah. and especially trans.
2: Yes. I. Yeah. Actually,
3: child abuse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah.
2: And that. everyone,
0: ev- and everyone in this chat is some form of gay. Um, Self so is gay for Sylvanas; it counts.
2: <laughs> Rhonda. It's Rhonda. It's Rhonda, Rhonda, sorry.
0: <laughs> All, you're also gay for Wicked; it also counts.
2: Okay, I won't mm-hmm. deny it.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. um, and it—it's just—it—it it, it feels threatening. To try and come out right now, and of course the reason the reasons why I'm not out I would have no problem at one of my jobs I would have absolutely no problem at one of my jobs I would get fucking fired at the other job yeah
4: mm-hmm. they would they would
0: fucking shit can me and they'd do it in the worst way yep. um you know Supreme Court ruling be damned because you know, apparently they're not you're not allowed to fire trans people for being trans anymore um, they would find some other is...
4: excuse, darling. They,
0: they... Oh, they just they just wouldn't offer me a contract next semester. Mm. Yeah. They would just not offer me a contract. Yeah. That's all there is to no. it. So. Uh,
4: that department yeah. is run by conservative old ladies. Mm-hmm. And they would take one look at you and just run screaming for the hills.
1: Most of them do
3: already. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As they should.
3: Hmm. To, quote, I, you, to quote
0: Kate Borstein, Borstein, "I am a queer in present danger."
4: Yes, you are.
3: <laughs> you
4: are queer and pleasant, darling.
0: This is true. I did. I did say it wrong.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: okay, we keep interrupting Emily, so I'm gonna
3: mute and let no, Emily go. No, 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 I, I, I just wanted to say that again. It's, it's why inter- intersectionality is so important, and why all of these things are are related, and it's it's once again trying to legislate out of existence a group of people that you either want to control or you just don't want to exist at all. Because, again, these people that are in power have no empathy and they have they They don't care whether other people are happy or not, and we have the ability we we have the ability to live in a country where we have things like universal health care, equal rights, universal basic income, guaranteed food for everyone, guaranteed housing for everyone we live in a time of incredible, incredible abundance. And we have so much. And everyone could have at least basic pieces of happiness like food and health and relationships with each other, like whomever the person wants to have a relationship with, whatever identity the person actually is. You know, because we don't all, we're not, we don't all like fit what we get assigned at birth. It's not who we really are. And it takes growing up to discover that. And people should be able to have that. And the thing I just keep coming back to is how incredibly cruel and evil and unjust and unfair it is that we have as like human beings a time in the world where we could actually make all this happen in a country because we have enough food and money and housing and all. And, and we, we have this knowledge, this scientific knowledge that, you know, people don't conform to whatever their outward biology might look like. And people have love and attraction to any other gender. Or the same gender. And we know all of this is true. And we could make all of it happen. But we're regressing. And we're getting pulled. Backwards. Into a worse and worse time. Yeah.
1: It's. Uh, I was. um. I was just thinking. We. We. Are smart enough now to know that everything that came before were just, you know, we made up ourselves. So we can just make up our own rules. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody's just like, you know, I don't understand why are people like, oh, they them or something, and they give me that, you know, that snarky response, and I'm just like, like. Because they are like, it's just, why is that something that you, you need to be, you know, it's not something that needs to be a fact. We make the rules now. Why do we follow the rules from, you know, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, or however long we've been around here, you know, it Mm -hmm. doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. To not adjust the rules as we go. Yeah. Like you said, like we can we can make sure that people aren't hungry, that people have all the necessities. Yeah. We have the power to do all that. Yeah. And we don't. Because like those few people in the minority that want to be, you know, that are in power. They want the money. Yeah. They want the power. Yeah. They want the control.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why we need to eat the rich.
3: (laughs) Well, and I think it does go back to the, this lack of empathy thing. And also just the, you know, like what you were just saying. If, if, if someone in this group is told like, okay, my pronouns are she, they, right. Mm -hmm. So they would just ignore the they part and just not believe me. And that's, that's the other, that's the other part that really gets me is that this all comes down to the fact that these these groups don't believe what they're told by other people racists do not believe the lived experience of a black person who's standing there telling them what's happened to them in their life yeah they don't believe them yeah the 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 forced The forced birth, I'm not going to call them, I'm not going to use life to describe them because they are against life. The forced birth, anti-abortion people do not believe a woman who tells them, I had to have an abortion for whatever reason. And the reason could be anything. They do not care. They do not believe that matters. They look at another human being and they don't see a human being. Mm. They project their bullshit mm. onto someone. And they, at the core, the problem is and I'm saying this as someone who has a master of divinity and has served in progressive churches, but has worked with Christians, of Christians and, and of all denominations throughout my life. The problem is American Christianity and American culture at its core believes that people are evil, that people are born sinful and rotten and horrible, and they and so they look at other people and they can dismiss them because their belief structure says that everyone else is bad. No. And, and, and on top of that, they, there's, a, there's a effing thing called the just world fallacy where people who get into power or just everyday people believe that you get what you deserve, right? That there's some kind of magical way that if someone has something good, they deserved it. If they have something bad, they deserved it.
2: Well, not, if you're poor, it just means you didn't work hard enough. Pull yourself off by your bootstraps,
3: right? That's, yeah, yeah. It, that's not how <laughs> that's not how the world works. And that is what plays into the prosperity gospel. Yeah. And it plays into the theory of original sin, which is not, which again, like all of that is very new. All of those Amer- concepts of American Christianity and like saying the sinner's prayer and all of that shit, that didn't exist for you know, a good 1700-1800 years of Christian history. Right? So you combine just world fallacy with people who truly believe that they do not have to listen to others because they are inherently wrong. And this is the shit show you get. Sorry. And the sheer sheer
4: hypocrisy of someone saying I will not believe you, what you're telling me about the contents of your own head. But here's the contents of mine, and you better, you know, you better believe that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Better believe that or I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow.
1: That's why it's so important that we're also living in this time of technology, where now we're seeing, like, videos, recordings, of things that happen. Yes. We and people are our people are really getting to see this now and it I mean, I at least have some tiny shred of hope that it's affecting some of the people who were thinking in the opposite direction. Um, well, I guess we'll never know, but well, it's you just
0: have, you have this situation where they've they've done everything they can to, to delegitimize information as much as possible by muddying the waters and by, uh, by creating, um, and, and to, to be clear, this isn't a new thing in America. America's basically founded on magical thinking. People came here looking for gold, thinking that there would be gold. And they fucking stayed in Jamestown for 20 fucking years, still thinking there would be gold in Virginia before that colony failed. Um, and, th- but, that's basically the whole of American history is this magical thinking of this this magical realism where you get to create your own fantasy about what the world is. And it, it just it is it is ingrained into this culture that you can do that and that you can have your own set of alternative facts and that you don't have to believe reality. So when someone says <laughs> when someone says, Hey, here's A a a double a a double blind study that's been repeated multiple times of brain scans of cisgendered and transgendered people that shows that cis women and trans women have fundamentally the same brain scan and cis men and trans men have fundamentally the same brain scan. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that's fake. Yeah never ma- doesn't matter how many times the study's been done doesn't matter how reliable brain scans and mris are that prove that gender is not in your dna in your chromosomes gender is in your fucking brain it is yeah. in your fucking brain it, that is where it lives here
4: are the literal it, contents of my head do you believe <laughs> me now no nope no. <laughs> it's so it's so fucking ridiculous to
1: think that, you know, science and facts and numbers and scans and recordings and things that are, like, tangible pieces of information, you're going to tell me you don't believe, but, like, you believe in the whole, you know, I, I don't want to get off on religion there, but, you know, like. But get really, off on
0: religion there. because really? honest honestly, the people who believe that never
1: read the book. It's it's just it 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 drives me crazy like Mm -hmm. I just you want me to believe in 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 your thing that like I can't see obviously looking at those people anyway but you won't believe these facts that you can feel and see and can be proven by multiple people who are intelligent and went to school and stuff like that like. but let's also take the let's also
0: take the religion thing to task and I'm going to quote Lewis Black here for a moment um because most of the stuff that people are quoting to be anti-gay, anti-woman, anti whatever, they're usually quoting from the Old Testament. Now, Emily's already brought up the point that Christians aren't required to follow the Old Testament. Did I misquote you, Emily?
3: No, no, not at all. Yeah, and, exactly. and and even the Old Testament thing, like I'm going to wait and see what you say, but I mean there's there's a <laughs> there's a lot.
0: <laughs> this is this is my favorite Lewis Black quote, and I sometimes play it when I'm te- when I'm when I'm talking about religion in my classes, um, where he where he goes on this on this rant about um, how you took his people's book, the <laughs> Jewish people's book, and you called it old, and you called your book new, so our book wouldn't sound as good. And every Sunday morning he sees Christian pastors interpreting his book and doing it badly. And then if you actually want to know what it means, he says, there are Jews that walk among you who will tell you. Who will tell you what it means? Because you don't know what it means. It's not your book. And I love that. I absolutely love that. Because again, you don't two thirds of the Bible is the Old Testament two thirds of the Bible belongs to this tribe over here it's theirs. They wrote it down, and they get to determine what it means. You don't get to tell the people who wrote the fucking book down what it means mm-hmm. yeah, so the fact that the fact that so many people are taking Leviticus and taking genesis and and the people you know, this gets into a whole nother thing that people wanna you know, we're not talking about uh, uh creationism right now. The people are like, Oh, I wanna read Genesis literally. The earth is six thousand years old and Adam and Eve and Garden Eden. The people who wrote that story down don't believe it's a don't don't believe it. it's it's a true story. It's a parable. Yeah. It's an it's a creation story, it's an origin story, and the Talmud has four of them. Yes. It's just like there's not even there's not even one Adam and Eve story. There are four different Adam and Eve stories in the Torah. And it's just like yeah.
4: <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: Go read about Lilith people. Look, I don't <sighs> I don't know as much about religion as, as most of you. I have 10 years of Catholic school guilt. <laughs> that well, is you, uh...
0: you know too much about religion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know too much about that religion and I'm, I'm kind of done with it. And it's just, you know, like thinking back to that original sin thing, do you know what that feels like as a kid to just know you're not good? Yeah. Like it's kind of weird. Good. And and you're always just asking for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't do anything wrong yet. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: But give me time. I will. (laughs) You never do anything wrong. Everything you do is right.
3: Well, what's really messed up about this is that here we are talking about, you know, these different forms of Christianity in in relationship to, you know, laws in the government. And that should not be the case. We should not have to be talking about this. We should not have to explain to people, like, why historically and theologically, they're wrong. Like we we shouldn't have be having having to have this conversation because religion shouldn't have anything to do with what the government Thank does you. at all. Here, and here. it's it's messed up that we do. Like I I cannot like defend Christians. I cannot defend Christianity. I cannot I I cannot say to people like Oh, it's okay because the Bible actually says this. Because yeah, the Bible does actually say this, and it's it's o- it's only interesting like for a conversation. But it doesn't matter because it should not have anything to do with the laws of the country. And and if we're gonna
4: like take Leviticus, let's take all of Leviticus. Uh, I don't know why.
0: You're ready to burn down Red Lobster.
4: Don't don't <laughs> eat those bugs um because <laughs> Yahweh always said not to eat those bugs now the sanctuary laws there's usually a good reason for it okay if you're in the desert and you don't have a lot of yeah uh firewood hanging around you can't cook your food properly then yeah there's reasons not to eat pork right. there's reasons not to eat oh, yeah. you know shellfish uh
2: I, People have been picking and choosing what they want out of the Bible to suit their own yeah, purposes you know, for centuries. How, how many shekels <laughs> is your daughter
4: worth? Crazy. I mean, I forget now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like a set number of shekels that you may sell your child for. Your daughter child. I, your sons you can't sell, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong there, Emily, but it's only ever girls that get sold. <laughs> Except for Joseph. That but but Joseph was an outrage, right? The reason that the Joseph's story was such a big deal was that he should never have been sold into slavery.
3: Well people got sold into slavery. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's just say you know, it happens (laughs) a lot. (laughs) But you know, that's I guess like Even though I don't think we should have to have this discussion about religion, it does infuriate me that, you know, the concept of homosexuality does not appear in the Bible. The word homosexual did not exist. The word homosexual was not in the Bible until the 1940s in English. I don't know if what it is in other countries. And there's nothing like, truly in the bible that's against a same a a same sex relationship between consenting adults yep it doesn't exist the this the same sex which i i don't even it it it's other it's about other things oh yeah it's about things like you know cheating on your wife with a man in her bed it's about um, temple prostitution between, you know, young boys and older men, which was an unfortunate practice in the ancient world, all over the ancient world, mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, and, and at the bottom, we, of it, at the bottom know.
4: of it, it's about breeding. You don't want you don't want well, same sex people together because you need to increase the tribe.
0: And this is the point at which I would tell everyone, go read Peter Gomes's. He was he was a Baptist minister and a gay man in America, and he was considered in 1992 to be the, the quote-unquote best minister in America. He penned an amazing article that frequently gets anthologized uh, titled Homophobic? Question mark, reread Your Bible. And uh, Dr. Gomes, I'm sorry, but you're assuming people read it the first time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and he 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 goes through he goes through the nine passages that are commonly cited and explains why none of these nine passages actually have anything to do with homosexuality or queer people at all. And to to claim they do is to have a fundamental misunderstanding, intentional misunderstanding and misinterpretation of what the Bible actually says. And so, people who are who are making these claims about uh, their freedom of religion being violated by having a gay teacher, you know, another example here: uh, Kentucky's teacher of the year resigned uh, a few weeks ago, and is going to go work at a university. And he resigned because of the because con- he is he is a gay man and he is under constant attack and being accused of grooming children. <sighs> And this is their teacher of the year. And they, they just lost. I mean, and Kentucky's kind of in poor educational straits anyways. How you doing, Kentucky? Um, but yeah, this is just, this is just the, the constant intentional misreading in order to attack anyone that they can decide who is other. Yeah. Which is...
2: Well, go ahead, well, Seth. And like Emily was saying, argue all you want about interpret the Bible. But that should make no difference when you're making laws for the entirety of the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And supposedly what our country say. was found on. Supposedly.
0: <laughs> oh, but then you have Lauren Bobart going, going out, and this is why people who didn't graduate high school shouldn't be allowed to be in Congress, um, going out and claiming, oh, the founders never intended a separation between church and state. And to quote Christopher Hitchens, I have to think you're referring to the First Amendment of the Constitution as a technicality.
4: <sighs>
0: and just like, come on. I mean, I know you're stupid, Lauren. I didn't think you were that stupid. Oh, wait, there's yeah, a reason that um, the
4: exact phrase separation of church and state appears in all the political writing. <laughs> they had just watched England. Tear itself to shreds over civil wars having to do with the Catholicism versus uh, Protestantism, and mm-hmm. they didn't want that. They didn't want that in their new country.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, the melting pot. Eh?
4: Yeah,
0: and people objected to people objected to the Bill of Rights on its face and objected to the Constitution um, initially because it would allow well what if what if a catholic gets elected president and jefferson's response to that was so what but then again this was this was a man who also learned arabic so he could translate the quran so i'm surprised that people the, the right quotes jefferson at all
3: mhm well and cut up the new testament to remove anything miraculous and you know I mean, many of the the framers of, you know, the country were not Christians. They were deists.
4: Yeah, that would require that that most Christians know what a deist is, and that's not... (laughs) Sorry, Ems, it's not true most of the time.
3: (laughs) No, I mean... No, 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 I, I agree. I know.
1: No, explain it for, for the listeners that don't know what yes. it means because, of course, we all do. <laughs> 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 um,
0: so... Either of me, we want to take it. So.
3: Yeah, go ahead. Go, I've talked a lot. I mean, I... A deist is
4: someone who thinks that the creator of the universe wound it up, set it spinning, and then wandered away. That's probably the easiest yeah. and quickest way to explain it. They they believe that yeah, there's a creator, and yeah, we should honor him, and yeah, it's always a him. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not there listening to all your prayers yes, every day. Yes,
4: yes, he's not. It's not got anything yeah. better to do. Um, but yeah, he's 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 out there. He created the universe, and then he was like, ah, I'm bored now. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. It's
0: mm-hmm. basically people who are like, yeah, Aquinas was right. God is an unmoved mover and an uncaused causer. Okay, mm-hmm. I can live with that.
3: That's why Jefferson cut all the uh miraculous pieces out of the Bible because it's not it, it's a belief in a in a creator first cause, the great clockmaker um but not the supernatural, not any of the supernatural interventions that someone who is a theist. So it's it's not like deism versus Christianity. It's deism is, uh, you know, the antithesis of the or not the antithesis, antithesis, but the op, maybe the other side of the coin uh, is theism, the belief that you can. That there's a god or gods that you know um, are personally
4: interested you can... in you
3: <laughs> yes yes and they and you can talk you can talk to yeah. that supreme being or beings and they will do things to help you and intervene um in your life and the lives of others if you
4: pray Probably there's not going to be any intervention if you don't ask. Because
3: yeah, you gotta you know, do something. He's, he's,
2: wait, if I was
1: an all powerful being, I would just sit around waiting for people to pray for favors. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know what? I think I'll help this person today.
4: Yeah, I, I think you could make a better prayer. You know, how about how about you try again tomorrow? And like, you know. Put, put a lot more, you know, thought into your request. <laughs> I just... I, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine... Uh.
1: I think I would send down eight balls, like, magic eight balls to everybody, so that they could shake it and ask for what they want. And then ask again later
3: <laughs> i i had when you said that i had an entirely different kind of eight ball <laughs> in my mind and i was like i was like holy shit <laughs> there's eight balls <laughs> oh my god
2: <laughs>
4: you get an eight ball and That's you get an eight ball magic. and you get an eight ball <laughs>
3: Oh, well, yeah, you added the magic eight ball, but it was too late. I was already like, oh, I guess we're all getting coked up and murdering each other.
4: Hey,
1: you know. Uh, wouldn't the world be a little bit... No. Um, but yeah, also, I just wanted to say, like, I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, but I'd like this to be the quote I'm known for after I'm dead, but... uh. Uh, when we were saying like, oh, still, still, God is still a guy, right? And I'm like, even good men are still just men. So if anyone ever yep. asks if I said anything important, <laughs> I,
0: I have a I have a friend who's 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 told me that that women should just go full Liz Estrada on on men. Yes, and he's willing he's willing to take the hit, um, just like completely deny men sex for the rest of forever.
2: But I like saying yeah. that's a punishment yeah, that cuts both, both ways.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, all, unless you go both
4: ways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't you know? Didn't you Wait, know? It's in a, let me shake my it's magic in a eight book ball. somewhere. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and that's another thing. You know, I love books more more than most people, but, uh yeah, it, just because it's in a book doesn't mean that it's necessarily something I have to believe.
0: Well, mm-hmm. and also, if we're going to pick a book to, to run life by, I think we can do better than the Bible. I'm sorry, but the collected work of Shakespeare sitting right there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to pick a book.
4: And somebody mm-hmm. who understood humanity a, a little better, sounds mm-hmm. like.
1: What was it? Yeah. There's like, there's someone, Aesop's or Fables or something, and that's like the little stories that's supposed to teach you, like, I don't know, stuff. There's the one with the scorpion, and there's like a thing with a turtle, and like life lessons type of things, which I guess are supposed to be what the religion was.
0: But yeah, but let let's get let's get a lot more strong women out of it, and that's that's a, that's where I'm pulling Shakespeare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, Shakespeare. Too.
0: All right. Uh, we've been going for uh, for over an hour. We've got some more stuff to talk to and uh, talk about, and I'm just going to uh, throw these un- under the same banner because they're all the same thing. I, I wrote shit notes for this because fuck life right now. Um, but Emily brought up wanting to talk about being under minority rule and what that is, and we haven't even talked about the other horrible Supreme Court decisions that have been made and basically the right, not just in this country, but the but the right all over the world is going absolutely ape shit. So um Emily, I wanted you to, to to give your whole spiel on the minority rule problem and what that is.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I think I think when we when we think about what's going on, it's easy to automatically think that it's like 50 fifty or you know forty sixty like in terms of the population of the country, like oh half of the half of the people are against this other the other half aren't, and the two party system gives us this illusion because the the votes are are usually so close, you know, like um one person will get fifty two percent one person will get forty eight percent but the percentage of registered voters and the percentage of registered Republicans and ultra conservatives and those people, you know the the minority that that I'm talking about um, is is a, like about twenty percent of the adult population of the United States, and when you look at the uh statistics on like, you know, people who support abortion access, people who are like, yeah, marriage equality is great, like that's, you know, seventy to eighty percent or more of the adult population. And it's it grows every that number those numbers rise every year and they they rise even among Those who identify as, uh, you know, Christians. The number of uh, Christians across the board that support same sex marriage has risen every year for, you know, decades now. Um, And so there's, it's like we're hijacked by the loudest, most awful irritating people oh. who don't, who don't care about others who um, and they, and that group of people through, you know, gerrymandering in States through the, the lack of people who vote in some areas or the la- the people who, um, you know, can't register to vote for whatever reason, or they're blocked because they're black. Um, you know, those people have disproportionately found ways to take control. And these six Supreme court justices that are the conservative ones that have been making all these rules, that's like, that's who they got into power. And so we have this, this problem of this minority of the country trying to drag all of us backwards into a time that never existed to get to legislate out of existence the people they don't want to exist, to totally control women. And it's, it just infuriates me that these six Supreme Court justices are like monarchs. They have lifetime appointments of being able to rule over us and they have that power. And then the 20% of the adult population has this incredible disproportionate power in trying to reshape the culture.
0: Anyone can jump in after that, go.
4: Um, so, yeah, I I don't enjoy knowing that, you know, I'm, I'm in the majority with my beliefs and yet can't get them a fair hearing anywhere. It's frustrating, but it was frustrating to, (laughs) to watch, um, W take over when we knew he hadn't won. It's frustrating okay. to watch He usual not be named, the orange one. Uh, you know, take over when we knew he hadn't won. Cheetolini. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, but... The, the tiniest, tiniest little like ray of sunshine has broken through Boris Johnson is no longer the nut job in charge um in Britain, so there's that um, but that is the tiniest speck of sunlight that we've got right now in front of us, Because this is gonna be
0: and we also go ahead and and the minority well the minority rule that emily's talking about is able to continue to be maintained because there's this open season on facts yeah Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: people people get to decide what facts are rather than facts being facts yeah and Mm -hmm. you have you have terrible shit fucks like ben shapiro saying well facts don't care about your feelings and then all he does is talk about what he feels and thinks (laughs) not actually about any facts and you have people listening to, you know, more people listen to Joe Rogan than the news. And Joe Rogan is a fucking failed stand-up comedian, a failed actor, a failed TV show host, and a mediocre analyst of of uh, mixed martial arts. Mm. And people listen to him cuz he likes to smoke pot. I th- and he's wrong about everything. And he's fucking stupid. And it's unbelievable that people are listening to the Joe Rogans, the Ben Shapiro's, the Stephen Crowders. These people who have absolutely no credentials to be speaking. But when you
4: hear what you want yeah. to hear, which is exactly what's going on. This is, you know, people talk about the internet, having divided us up into like little echo chambers where we just only reaffirm our particular beliefs, yeah. I mean, that's that's particularly tempting. I mean, I, I definitely am not interested in going and listening to Joe Rogan. But uh, if I'm gonna ever topple people like that, I need to know what they're doing, and need to figure mm-hmm. out a way to find a, a weakness in that armor.
1: And the hard thing is the talking about them, the mentioning them, the going and and adding to their numbers at the same time is, you know, is giving them more yeah. power. Yeah. Right. Because all I ever see are people like clipping and I'm like, who is this person? I've never even heard of them, like the the Ben Shapiro thing. And I'm like, I don't even know who this person is until somebody was on, you know, just TikTok and they're they're going to town, which is great because you know they're you know making the points and whatnot. So it's very hard, you know, because that's how they get popular. They say that thing that pisses yeah. us off, and then there's 80 million TikToks about them, and now
4: yeah
1: people see that and if that's what they agree with they're gonna go watch that person now yep it's it's so freaking
4: uh, yeah i'm getting a migraine and they
1: can they can be as wrong as as wrong as they want all the time and it does not matter no yep it i feel like uh, there's always
4: some explanation for for why, you know, they were demonstrably wrong. It's always, you know, well, the the sneaky left did this, and did cricket Hillary this, and the... Did, 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 did,
0: did. Email. <sighs> yes, I'm glad. <laughs> and this whole obsession of the right calling everything they don't like woke, a term that no one on the left ever really used in any kind of seriousness, is just this this whole like elon musk just being a, a a just dumb motherfucker um another person that people line up behind get down on their knees and prepare to suck his dick i don't know why money um just yeah <laughs> they think they think he's gonna give him a billion dollars to give him a blow job
1: maybe i have no idea
0: just what the money fuck? makes <laughs> you do some stupid shit It it's unbelievable um but Elon Musk is this is 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 currently on his anti-woke crusade and there's an article, I retweeted it um from Hard Drive, which is a satirical uh video game newsing web news website. It's like the onion for video games, it's great. And they're like, You're not fun and Elon Musk's whole thing was like, You're not funny because you're woke. And they're like, What does that even mean? What does what does what does that even mean? And basically what it is is he doesn't think they're funny because they make fun of him. And I'm sorry, but Elon Musk is someone who should be. Infinitely mockable. You made all of your money. <laughs> you made you made all of your made all of your money uh uh off of racism and apartheid from your family's Emerald Mine in South Africa. So fuck you. And on that note, I know we've been going for an hour and a half now. Soph just typed that she's losing steam, so let us really quickly go around and wrap up uh, just final thoughts on all this, and I'll start with Dia, and then we'll go from there. So, just final thoughts on all this shit. Hopefully, we've gotten this out of the way. We'll do a quick ending, and then we'll, we'll.
4: You won't let me out. say the thing that I want to say. Um, <laughs> but but I I think that it's going to take um. It's we're gonna see an extreme action, okay? I, and I can't. Specify more than that, because my wife is a nice person, and she doesn't want the NSA to come and visit us. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I called you, you a nice person on the air in front of everyone.
0: How dare you do that? How,
4: <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? <laughs> but,
0: but let's let let's keep up let's keep up the facade that I'm that I'm an oh, evil okay. bitch. All right, okay,
4: all right, all right evil bitch.
2: You've broken her persona. She's worked hey, so girl. hard on.
0: <laughs> I've got so many dads I'm gonna have to go
2: fuck. <laughs> oh no, you'll like
1: Hey, I thought we weren't giving them sex.
4: You did say that. <laughs> I did <laughs> Um Just yeah, it's it's inordinately frustrating for me and I need to sit back and think about the things that I can do. Because thinking about the things I can't do is just the road to despair. Mm -hmm. And this is, I mean, I don't know who said this, but it was something along the lines of dark times have always existed, but they don't last forever. So, yeah, whoever the wise person was who said that, I'm sorry, I can't remember. But, yeah, um, it isn't going to be forever. But it's going to be a lot longer if we don't do something. And with that, I will... Wicked!
1: (laughs) Wicked, you're up. Um, hmm, let's see. Uh, So, I can't imagine there's too many of you, but if any of you listening have gotten to this point and you're what you would consider you know right wing or central even or maybe even a democrat because we're way left but if you have and anything has you know reached you you know then i guess it was all worth it um but keep listening keep you know keep hearing us out keep searching for more answers because, you know, you're going to be surprised what you hear um, if you just, like, open up and listen.
0: Emily.
3: What I keep coming back to is to protect as much of Your personal life and your personal happiness and energy as you can, and separate that from this message from the external world that, uh, you know, it is is trying to just erase erase us out of, of existence. And love yourself as an act of rebellion, and care for yourself, and cultivate the best the best private personal life for yourself that you can and in the external life and the external world believe that it's possible for things to change and don't attach a timeline uh. to it but just keep keep working on it and so yeah
0: self
2: well like we've all kind of said it's really easy to get disheartened. And I know personally, I am so angry. I mean, I'm always angry, Mm -hmm. but particularly in the last couple of weeks. And it's really hard to like go about your day-to-day life and like, okay, okay, well, what do I do about this? How do I fix it? The problem seems so huge. But I think one of the things that helped me was to start with what I can affect. I can go tell my Trans kid, that I will fight people to protect you. I I will do whatever it takes. You just make sure the people you love know that you will fight for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just just the, the things that you can affect. Like, you can't, we can't fix this problem overnight, but you can change the minds maybe of people around you and like little, start in little groups and hopefully grows bigger and bigger so people know they're not alone
0: I'm just going to end uh, this before we do an outro because we are going to look ahead to better times um, with a plea fucking vote in every election vote as far left as you can within reason yes sometimes you're gonna to have to make compromises we had to hold our noses and vote for biden why because mm. the other guy was hellbent on destroying the world we didn't want to vote for biden we wanted to vote for yes, bernie sorry. sanders or elizabeth it... warren
2: mm-hmm.
0: but we're gonna to have to make compromises and we're gonna to have to live with the lesser of evils or the evil of lessers to, to take the michael moore quote but the only the only real action we have is voting and we have to organize that voting and we have to take the cue from people like Stacy Abrams mm-hmm. in Georgia who is a fucking hero who is the person that we should be emulating the most and there's there's so many people that we could be talking about um in all walks of life like right after right after the uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, uh, overturning decision was being leaked on national television. CM Punk walked out with a t shirt that said abortion rights are human rights. Yes. Your heroes are coming in all forms, they're there. There are people who are who are who are pathing and showing you the way, who who know what the right thing is. Listen to those people and. Don't vote for anyone in a red hat. Just just don't. Just don't vote for anyone who's, who's sidling up with fascism and sidling up with controlling people's lives and busy with this absolutely horrific narrative that is just making our lives uh, worse. And on that note, let's talk about some more positive stuff. Between the people this conversation we have six shows that we're going to resume and i want to remind you of all those shows because you're listening because you're listening to this on at least five of those feeds i don't know if wicked will throw this up on the gore feed that's her choice um but we're going to get back to doing q for fun and talking about video games specifically heroes the storm and women in games and esports we have our pride month interviews that we're still going to get finished and we're still going to put them out because hearing these voices is more important than ever. Um, Emily and I are going to get back to talking about pro wrestling on, on Ann and Emily Russell podcast. We're, we're desperately missing it. It's so much fun to do that show. It's, it's a blast. It's a good time. We had a fantastic first episode of View for Fun, our TV and movie podcast, even though it went way <laughs> too long with the four of us talking about we're, we found out, out we're, we're all
2: in love with Captain Picard yes. basically that's <laughs> what we determined
0: basically and we're going to we've got episode 2 planned out we just couldn't do it this month because it was so it was such an awful thing Soph and I have a litany of stuff to talk about on Anime Sweater and she's still dragging me into the world of BTS on becoming army and you should listen to episode 2 where I talked way too much about Jin's overalls.
2: You—you <laughs> you definitely did. De- You're really fixated on how clean his overalls were, and that's not what a real fisherman's overalls would look like.
1: No, they're not. I'm right.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm no, right. That's true. That's very true.
0: It should be. There should be salt spray on it. It should look oh worn. My God.
2: Should we talk about the the realism of anime? No. Let's
0: <laughs> talk about gore. <laughs> gore. 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 Wicked, Wicked's <laughs> baby, her, her, horror, her horror podcast, which is fantastic and teaches the eternal truth that clowns are they evil are. aliens.
1: Yes, that is true.
0: What was your most recent episode about Wicked?
1: Oh, we covered Jaws, Ooh. so that everybody can have a fun time at the beach this summer.
4: You know, mm-hmm. I've never even seen all of that movie, <laughs> and I'm afraid to swim in fresh water. I mean... That's how bad that you did. should watch Be so bad. Well, now, yeah, okay. Now I can watch it, and
1: and it's my it's my favorite movie <laughs> of all time. My number one of everything, not just horror, but yeah. all movies. It is yeah. such a great. Yeah, well, we're getting off topic, but yeah. No, we're <laughs> we're on
0: we're it. on the off topic part of this talking about the other stuff because that's what we're gonna get yeah. back to. And that's our promise to you. We're going to keep delivering fun content about our fandoms, things that we love to talk about, things that we know you want to want to hear us talk about. We've got guests lined up up the wazoo for, for various of our shows. We have people that we're going to bring on. You're going to have a good time listening to them. And we're going to get back to having a good time. We just felt we needed to have this conversation before we could do that because otherwise our hobbies, our interests, our likes would be just too trite when the world is actually falling apart. So we haven't forgotten about that. We haven't forgotten about our motto. We do it because it's fun. We, we only do these shows. We only do these things because it's fun to do. It's fun for me to have a regular weekly date, knowing that I'm going to get to have a conversation with my best friends in the whole world. Um, that You're I can really rope...
2: attractive and smart friends. Yes.
0: yes. That I can, that I can rope my wife who has the world's sexiest <laughs> voice into putting a microphone in front of her face and recording stuff mm-hmm. that will that will outlive us because that voice needs to be preserved.
4: Oh, bless you. That's true.
1: <laughs> bless you. She's as love lovely you. as a bird.
0: Yep. Which is her? Which is her Discord icon? It's a beautiful crow. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: but was my...
2: I, I am grateful to listening mostly listening to. All you people who are much smarter than me talk about this because I have really strong feelings on it. But I'm grateful to have yeah. you to talk yeah, to about it.
1: I like listening, even though I'm really intelligent <laughs> and know all that you're saying. But I like hearing you say it instead.
0: <laughs> and and we're gonna get back to fun stuff. And right now, I think we're gonna mm-hmm. log off. And at least five of us are gonna go do some 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 video game murder. And stretch our fingers and toes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, really quickly, last last words going around the circle. Uh, Dia, anything to add? I'm
4: just so glad that I have this group of women, this group of amazing and awesome and learned women, who also have very strong feelings. Emily, <laughs>
0: oh. sorry, I cut you off. Emily,
3: yes, just huge appreciation and so so grateful for this conversation and this space to be listened to and listened to to each of you. So thank you. Self.
2: I kind of already said that, but yeah. Great. Like, lift up women's and transgender people's voices. Listen to them. Their opinions matter. I love all, everybody.
0: And
1: Wicked? Oh, uh, man, y- y'all said it so so concisely and beautiful but yeah it's just it's amazing to get to hear other women talk like this and to get us all together like this it's it's really something and uh geez we should really do this more often how about that
0: yeah that's that's (laughs) the plan going forward and so there you go to return us back to normal since she's not here to say it I'll say it for her. It's our it's our ending of Q for Fun and the beginning of us getting back to the things that we love. We might return to this if we have to, but for right now, may the core fall in your favor.